Hello, uh, welcome back. If you're new, or welcome if you are, uh, or welcome back if you are a an original listener, and welcome if you're new. Um, this is uh gonna be a little little um fun little just pop pop in podcast pop in podcast. Um, that's that's fun. So, uh, I don't really have necessarily a layout or scripture or anything for this one, but I did want to pop in and give you guys a little something, uh, kind of that the Lord gave me today, uh, something he kind of dropped in my spirit today that was just super interesting, intriguing, and, uh, something I needed to hear, and hopefully you need to hear also, and, um, so I've just been super busy with the uh my my journal paintings and um but I wanted to still give you guys something and um yeah I didn't want you guys to feel like you were kind of out of the loop um and if you're new and have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about hi my name's Leah Grace this is my podcast I paint on um random scraps of wood and journals and I'm now selling those journals and I um am very excited about it and the Lord is moving and making a way oh a little quicker than expected but that's what happens when you pray Lord let it come quicker than expected he does and uh so I am very grateful but at the same time, I am very nervous. Uh, it's this whole season and chapter in my life has been very nerve-wracking because it is completely out of my element and comfort zone, and I never thought that it would ever uh, happen to me. But that's how God works, right? Um, but uh, guys, it's um, it is a good day. It happy happy Saturday. Normally, uh, this is my first. Saturday episode in a, a minute, I think. Uh, I could be wrong. Probably the last podcast was uploaded on a Saturday. I don't know, but um, I don't, you know, a lot of the times, but it's not, it's not uh, 12 a.m. or 11 p.m. at night or 2 a.m. in the morning. And, um, like, I have been uploading, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to hop on here and share with you guys a little bit of something that the Lord gave me today and I'm gonna hop right into it um and like I said this podcast isn't gonna be super like scripture led um it's just something that the Lord gave me that I think could be of some encouragement to you and um so yeah let's just hop right into it there uh, the backstory is kind of funny so we're gonna I'm gonna tell you the funny part first and then we're gonna get spiritual I promise but uh, let's go ahead and get into it. So, first of all, I don't know how many of you guys have seen Extreme Cheapskates, but um, I have. Uh, I was. I knew this show. I knew it was a thing, but I never really watched it. Well, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, a couple weeks back, and he was telling me about this show, and he said, "Yeah, there's this lady on one of these episodes who has one light bulb, and she transferred." she transports it from one bedroom to the other, which depending on whichever one that she uses, and she just uses that light bulb. I was like, that's crazy. Well, I thought it was crazy up until all of the light bulbs in my chandelier went out. We didn't have any extra light bulbs in the house because they were all being used. 
And uh, I had one light in my room, and it was where I get ready. So I have a I have a pretty large room, and um, so really that light bulb only lights up that corner where I get ready. The uh, wattage, the voltage, the uh, percentage of watts, the uh, number of watts that it has is not super high, but it is high enough for me to get ready with that light and um. <laughs> Oh me. So what I've been doing is if I want my whole room lit up, I have to transfer that light bulb to my chandelier so that that light is higher up and lights up my whole room if I need my room lit for any reason. Um but I try to just keep it by my by my vanity um so that I have it, but yeah, sometimes you got to move it. And uh I've been doing that for uh, probably a week or so and um but I just don't think to say, hey, I need light bulbs or get them when I'm out. I just don't think about it until I have to move my light bulb. And uh, But anyway, so today before we headed home or as we were heading home because dad had to pick me up from church because my car was acting up. But um, we, uh, he picked me up and he was, I was like, can we swing by Dollar General? So that I can get some light bulbs because I really want to clean my room. Because my room was getting um, a little messy. And I wanted to, you know, to get it and to get light bulbs because I needed them. And I thought about it. And I was like, hey, let's go get them. So we went to Dollar General. I got my light bulbs. And I was so excited that I had got my light bulbs. And I was like, yes, I'm so excited. I'm no longer living like an extreme cheapskate. I get to go in, go upstairs, cut my light bulbs on, or plug my light bulbs in, flip my switch, have a bright room. And I was so excited about it. Came home, loaded up my light bulbs, and then I walked over to my light switch and then flipped it on and turned around. And all of that excitement that was in me just completely slipped away to fall to the ground and I was depleted (laughs) and all of that excitement diminished and dwindled away and I was like oh because when I turned around I didn't notice how bright and beautiful those lights were that I had just installed um I noticed everything in my room and I saw every area of the room that needed vacuuming, every area of the room that needed picked up, every area of the room that needed wiped down. Everything was revealed. And so what I did was um, I kind of was like, oh, God. Ugh. Man. And the Lord just hit my spirit. And he said, I'm fixing to turn the lights on. And I was like, God, oof. But today we went to, uh, I went to a ladies event that we had. And um, it's called Your Story. And what it is, is um, one Sunday or Saturday of every month, a lady shares her testimony in the church so that we can all just get to know each other. Um, because there is power in our testimonies, and um, 
So um, we will share our testimonies and just kind of talk on, um, you know, what God has gotten us out of and through. And today, um, a dear a dear lady came and um, shared her testimony. One of the church members from our church, she came and shared her testimony. And during her whole testimony, I just cried. Through the whole thing, I'm like, boo-hoo, baby crying. And that's nothing new for me. But normally, something triggers it. And then I boo-hoo, baby cry. And it something was triggered. Something triggered it, but I didn't know what it was. And I was like, God, why am I so sad? Like, why is her testimony overwhelming me so greatly? And I was like, you know, I, I don't. I don't, you know, and there were parts of her testimony that I really re- could relate to, but there were other parts of her testimony that I couldn't, I couldn't relate to at all. Um, and I was like, God, why is this hitting me so hard? And I began to just sit and say, Lord, search me. Show me the areas that I'm not healed from. Show me why I'm hurting like this. Show me all of these things. And so when I flipped my light switch on and I turned around and saw all that dirt and gunk and mess and clothes and things that have just piled up, water bottles, y'all, I have a have a slight drinking problem and not the bad way. Um, I just am, uh, I try to stay hydrated. And I drink water and Gatorades and Powerades and stuff like that. Like, nobody's business. Like, this girl is always thirsty. And um, so I began to, uh, I, I, when I turned around, I saw everything. And the Lord said, I'm fixing to cut the light on. And I was like, God, what are you doing? And he reminded me of something that he gave me a long time ago, probably the probably uh, about a year and a half ago, um, something that he had given me, he reminded me of. And the title of this um, of this podcast um, is not in necessarily an original, um, but it is a play on words from something that our pastor said um, back during a fast two years ago. He said, um, food or fasting reveals what eating conceals. And so when I was trying to write this out, um, that was the only thing I could really think of that was kind of clever and catchy and just hits you because light reveals what darkness conceals. And in that moment when I flipped my light on and I knew, I already knew that my room was dirty, which is why I wanted to get the lights so that I could see the areas. But when I cut the light on and I had those lights, I didn't want to see the areas anymore. Okay, so, but I already knew, I already knew that there were things in my bedroom that needed to be confronted. I already knew that there were areas in my bedroom that needed to be cleaned. I already knew that there were areas that needed to be dusted, wiped down, organized. I already knew that, but it was until I cut, it wasn't until I cut the lights on that I truly saw what I truly saw how bad it was. And I was like, oh, man, that's how bad it is. Really? And the Lord reminded me of a moment where 
uh, we were at a merge and we were talking about, um, we were talking about something and we were talking about like, you know, kind of God interrupting you. Um, and I, he's interrupted me many times and I'm very grateful for it. Um, because it is not my, it's not my show. It is his show. And if he wants to come barging in like SWAT team, he would come in like a SWAT team. And he did. And, um, so I was, um, the, we were just kind of discussing things and, um, the Lord reminded me of Lot being turned on while you're asleep and how uncomfortable it is and how painful it is. And if you guys have ever been asleep and some of you, I mean, most of you probably have been woken up like this once or twice if you have a mama and if you ever went to school. So I, you know, was reminded of that. And I was like, why am I reminded of this? And when you are asleep, when you are in a dead, dead uh, sleep, when you are knocked out, you're sh- <laughs> When you are in that kind of sleep, and somebody has the nerve to come in, flip your light on, while you are in a dead sleep in your peace and comfort of your bed, somebody has the audacity to flip your lights on and it burns. It burns. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. We're like, ah, Jesus cut the lights off. And I'm not talking about Jesus just yet. But I mean, we're like, oh my God, cut that off. Cut it off. I don't want it. I don't want it on. Take cut it off. I'm trying to sleep. I'm comfortable. Cut it off. I'm not ready. And oftentimes, we're like that with God. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in a dark room, but we're comfortable because we can't see what's around us. It's dark. Our pupils have set to the darkness. We are just fine sitting in our dark room, asleep, laying in our bed. We're just fine with it. But then here comes God, and he goes, Good morning, and he cuts your lights on. Your eyes are burning. You're uncomfortable. Everything around you is exposed, and you're like, God, cut the lights off. And we get that way. We get that way. Why? Because we were so comfortable in the darkness for so long that our eyes haven't adjusted to the light so it hurts. Mm. But how many of you know that God ain't the type to be like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize you were sleeping and cut your lights back off. No, he's not that kind of God. He says, no, I'm going to let your eyes adjust so that you can see the mess around you because until the lights are on and your eyes are adjusted and fixed on me, we can't fix the issue around you. Ooh, Jesus. So he cuts the lights on and he says, good morning, wake up. Wake 
up. It's time for you to get up. Adjust your eyes, rub your eyes, and look around because I'm ready to clean this out. But I need you up. I need these lights on, and I need you here. I need you to grab a broom. I need you to grab a dustpan because it's time to confront this mess that you've been living in that you're comfortable in. I don't want you comfortable in mess anymore. It's time to get up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so... What do we do? We can either argue and say, God, I don't want to confront any of this because when God cuts the lights on, it's not one thing that's exposed. Okay, he didn't cut a lamp on. He cut your full chandelier on. And he said, I'm cutting on every, every single light in your room because it's time that you see every area that you have pushed things to the side that you have crowded in. It's time for you to see what you're laying next to. Ooh, Jesus. It's time to see who needs to be out. It's time to see those dead things that are laying in your floor. It's time to see all the creepy crawly critters. It's time to see all the clothes, all the dirt, all the mess. It's time to clean those things up. Because until we clean those things up, you will never walk in true comfort. Mm-mm. Guys, uh, whew, thank you, Lord. When your room's a mess, and I speak from experience, when your room's a mess, you have to step over things. Most of the time, you end up stepping on something. Hmm. But when your room's clean, you can walk in confidence, not worrying about stepping on anything, tripping over anything. You just walk in peace and confidence. But when your room's a mess, you trip over something. Mm, 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 mm. And that's how our spirit life gets. We're comfortable the lights are off. I'm not leaving my bed. I'm comfortable in this bed. Yeah, there's things around me, but the lights are off. I'm in my bed. I don't have to worry about getting up and going anywhere. But if we don't clean up, we can't move forward. We can't walk out the door. If our room's not clean, if our spiritual life is not clean, we can't go anywhere. So we sit in our bed because we're comfortable and I've been there we sit in our room and we sit on our bed we sit in our we sit in one place we sit in the place where we're at and we're like God I'm not going any further I'm not I'm not going forward I'm not moving I can't move and the Lord's saying good morning it's time to get up. Because when you sit in darkness long enough, God will eventually come and flip the lights on. He'll either prompt you to go cut your own lights on, or he'll do it himself. But either way, the lights are coming on because the mess is getting exposed. Okay? Ooh, Jesus. So when the Lord told me, I'm fixing to cut the lights on. 
I said, ooh, Jesus. And I was troubled by it. When God tells you he's fixing to cut the lights on, more often than not, that's not a necessarily exciting statement. It is, but it's also a very frightening statement. Because there are things in your darkness that you don't want to expose, that you don't want to confront, that you don't want to look at, that you don't want to remember. That abuse, that molesting, that, that, oh Jesus, those financial situations, that relationship that you struggle with, that addiction that you struggle with. Those things are pushed to the side, hidden under your bed. Those are hidden in corners. And the Lord's saying, I'm fixing to cut the lights on. And you're saying, God, please don't. Please don't. Because we're not ready. We're not ready to confront those things. Or maybe we thought we confronted them, but in reality we just shoved them under the bed. So we say, okay, God, I'll start cleaning. And God says, no, uh-uh. Uh-uh, we got to move this bed because there's stuff under there. We got to open this closet because there's stuff in there. And I got to get it every corner cleaned out. Because until you are completely cleaned out, there is no room for me right now. And I need you to make room for me. And if it takes exposing every area of your life, I'm going to do it so that there's room for me in every area of your life. But I can't dwell where you have it cluttered. So we say, God, please don't cut the lights on because it hurts. It burns. I've sat in darkness for so long. I'm comfortable. Please don't interrupt my darkness with light. I'm not ready. But we're hurting and we're stuck in our beds and we can't move because there's mess around us in our spiritual life. There is mess in us. There's mess inside of us in our hearts. There is mess. There is clutter. And God is saying, if you will let me in, if you will let light in, I will reveal what darkness has concealed for so long. It's time for you to get up. And God is not going to come in. And be your maid. He needs you to confront those things. You have authority that Jesus has given you. You have the authority. Why would God have given you the authority if he didn't want you to use your mouth? Those areas you never thought you could speak to. You have the authority. There is power, life, and death in your tongue. Why would God have given you that if he didn't want you to use it? He wants you. He may come in and cut your light on and reveal it all, but he wants you to confront it. 
So what are you going to do when God comes in and cuts your light on and shows you your mess? Are you going to get mad, slam the door and cut the light back off and say, God, absolutely not. Or is it going to wreck you and hurt you so bad? To the point where you say, God, this is nasty. He is going to discuss you so bad to the point where you say, I get it. I've got to. If I want light. If I want to get rid, if I, if I want to get rid of all this mess, I have to have light. You can't clean up your mess until you let the light in. Because when it's dark, everything's hidden. And you can't just let in a little bit of light. I had one light bulb in my whole room and didn't realize how bad it was. It took having all the lights on to realize, oh man, I'm in a mess. Because when you only allow a little bit of light in, it only exposes a little bit. But when you allow God to cut on all the lights, when you let him fully in, when you say, God, search me, and he cuts your lights on, we can't run and say, God, it hurts. Cut it back off. We have to say, God, where do I start? Because when those lights were cut on, the first thing I said was, God, I don't even know where to start. And he told me, make your bed. Because you've sat in that comfort for too long. You've slumbered for too long. It's time for you to make your bed. Because I need you up. I need you out of it. I need you out of your comfort. So that we can clean up this mess. So I clean, I made up my bed, and the Lord was just dealing with me. He was dealing with me physically. I was physically cleaning. I was cleaning my room, but I was getting cleaned on the inside. And the Lord was exposing to me things that I thought I had dealt with, that I had not dealt with. And I, this morning, at your story, I said, God, search me. And it took me coming home to, get to cut the lights on in my bedroom for the lights to get cut on inside of me, too. And God said, it's time to get up. Make your bed. Because we got to clean up. We got some areas that I need you to clean up. Start with your bed and do the rest as you see fit. But I need you out of your bed. I need you out of your comfort. Because it's time. It's 
stop for you to let the light fully in so that you can walk in complete comfort and peace and not have to worry about tripping over anything. You keep, I keep singing. I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. To do whatever you want to. That song has been on my heart over and over and over. And I keep singing that song. And God's saying, Oh, Jesus. And God keeps saying to me, We have to clean up in order for there to be room for me. There are areas where the Lord is fitting. There's areas in my life where I've let the Lord in, and the Lord's saying, what about that room over there? And I'm like, don't open that door. I'm not ready. Don't open that closet. Don't look under that bed. I'm not ready. And he says, if you want to make room for me, you have to clean and confront these things. So what is God asking you to clean and confront? Is it abuse? Is it rejection? Is it insecurities? Is it an eating disorder? What is it? That God is saying, hand it over. Get to cleaning. I'm ready. I'm here to help you. But you have to get up and put in the work too. I can't do it all on my own. So what is it? What area does he need you to say, God, I'm willing. Give me the broom. Give me the Lysol. Give me the the thieves cleaner. Because us church people love our essential oils. Lord, give it all to me. So that I can get to clean it and make room for you. So just pray. And I've been on this whole search me Lord for a long time. But guys, ask the Lord to search you. What area is it that he wants you to make room for him in. Don't don't despise the light when it comes in. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to hurt when a flashlight is shown in that corner that you've just kind of swept everything. When he see when he reveals to you everything that you've just swept under the rug, he's gonna, when when light hits that, it's going to hurt. But once it's clean, you're walking in peace. So ask the Lord. Right now. Lord, what is it? 
that I'm still holding on to that you need me to hand over. Heavenly Father, Lord, I feel you here in this room. Lord, I ask that you would speak to the hearts of everyone who is listening to this episode. God, maybe it's two, maybe it's 200, maybe it's Maybe it's one person, but Lord, whoever it is that is listening to this, that needed to hear this, God, I ask that you would make a way for them. Mm, Jesus. Lord, cut their lights on. Lord, show us what it is that is inside of us that we are holding on to. That we, the area in our lives, Lord God, that we have not allowed you into, Lord God. Come in and search us. Every area, every corner, Lord God, reveal to us the areas and the places in our lives, Lord God, that you want to be and dwell in. Lord, help us to not despise when the light comes in. Shoo. But I, oh, Jesus. It takes a little bit of discomfort to give you full peace. Mm, Jesus, that was that was either a word for me or a word for somebody else. I don't know who it is. Ooh. But sometimes it takes just a little bit of discomfort to give you full peace. So, Lord, whatever it takes, pull it out of us, Jesus. Show us you. Pour light into our lives so that we can make room for you in every area. Lord, I thank you for every person who is listening to this podcast, who is under the sound of my voice. I ask that you would bless them throughout their week, that you would search them, that you would speak life over them, that you would reveal to them your goodness, Lord God, so that they have no other choice but to make room. And they don't want to do anything but make room because your light, your grace, and your goodness is sufficient. Jesus, we love you, and thank you, and I praise you for everything that you are going to do. And it's in your sweet and precious name that I pray. Amen.